This is Sing Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the infamous, famous, wonderfully reviewed Sing Talk Radio. Today we have a special guest joining us named Alex Iono. But first, I'd like to welcome my co hosts, my wife and beautiful mistress, Joe. Potence. Wow. Hi, everyone. Yeah, that's right. I and love my that. first wife. I never thought oh. I'd find out this way. Shannon Stroud. Welcome, everybody. Everybody, welcome Hi. Alex to our show today. What's going on? Welcome, Alex. You've never clapped before. Well, no, first time for everything. You got the clap? Yeah. <laughs> you right. got the clap on. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, Starting fresh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, Alex has been a uh, friend slash pupil slash inspiration of mine for a few years. And he's currently red. Your cheeks are currently red, which I also admire. Ruby, Um, Alex has just recently signed a deal with Disney, and he's now their host on um, uh, radio, radio, radio Radio Disney, 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 but along with other things. So, um, really want to start this conversation Mm -hmm. starting with. I mean, Alex has also done some writing over the years. I mean, he's all of twenty years old. Mm-hmm. But he's already done some co-writing with John Legend and Babyface and different people. Mm-hmm. His manager happens to be one of my favorite people on the planet, Billy Mann. Um, and I guess we'll just start with that. I would love for Alex to kind of fill in uh, a little more about yourself, for one. But two, I would love to get into the conversation uh, about how you ended up where you're at. Your, your, your father's from New, Z- New Zealand. You lived in Arizona. How'd you get where you're at? I mean, why are... You, Jeez. the, 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 the it boy the for Disney anymore. Open-ended. That's like, yeah. I don't know where I'm supposed to yeah, start. Just, well, just, how'd you, let's start with your singing. How'd, I was a baby once. You were a baby once. Um, are you the only one in your family that sings? Uh, you know what? No, I grew up in a super musical family. My parents both love music. My dad plays piano. My mom, incredible car slash shower singer. Um, but they, when we grew up, me and my sisters, I have three sisters, and uh, we all just loved music and we all sang together. We'd harmonize with each other. But I was the only one that really kind of wanted killed to it. take it all the way. No, not killed it. I mean, I honestly think that my sisters are like, you know, honestly better than a lot of people that I've heard sing. Uh, but like whom? You know, we're gonna we're real early in here. I don't know how much time we got left, but it's a lot. Um, Selena Gomez. Okay, so <laughs> you know what they? I think they're incredible singers. I think Selena Gomez is also a great singer, um, and. Uh, but yeah, no, they we all sing family full of, you know, love of music and uh, that's kind of how I got started with music. And you grew up in New Zealand? No, uh, my dad grew up in New Zealand. He was oh. born and raised in New Zealand and and uh, he was a first generation immigrant to the United States. Right on. And you were born here? I was born in Utah. Were you really? Born in oh. Utah, yeah. Where? Uh, Salt Lake City. Really? Home was... of home of the Mormon kids. I was born in Provo. Provo, look at us. Yeah. We connect. We connect more and more every day. Every <laughs> Every day I see you. Every time There's I see you, I a think, new connection. God, he's like my little nephew or something. And the son that you never have had yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> as far as Shannon knows, yeah, that, yeah, there could be one floating <clears throat> out there. So, Alex, tell me, um, like, I'm right I'm I'm that. kind of fascinated by the fact that you've already worked with Babyface, John Legend, and your manager is Billy Mann. I think, I mean, I admire those guys. I'm like, wow. How you're only twenty? Like, yeah. How this happened? Ah uh, man. Uh, I mean, you were playing on Third Street, right? I was. I was. So, 
kind of like to connect the born in Utah thing to that. Um, I was born in Utah, quickly moved to Arizona, and I was raised there uh, in, in my family that loves music. And when I was about probably 14, I told my parents, like, look, I'm super serious about this. I'm real passionate. I want to, you know, I want to become one of the greats. And so they are like the coolest parents in the world. So we moved out to Santa Monica. For you. Um, for me, strictly for me. My mom, my, I mean, my mom and my dad both were raised, you know, after my dad moved from New Zealand, he was raised in California. My mom was born and raised in California. So they had no problem moving out here, but also, you know, it's a huge sacrifice for parents to make. Huge. Um, yeah. But Arizona came, to Santa Monica. We, yeah. Massive yeah. sacrifice. <laughs> it's a six hour <laughs> sacrifice right there. Um, but. Well, but they've uprooted everything. No, yeah, go. no, yeah. I mean, especially for, you know, it's not like. There was like a huge, I feel like a lot of families move because like the dad gets like a huge job. Totally. Fortunately, you know, I think the stars align in a sense that uh, my dad is, was retired and my mom works for the airlines. So she, you know, it's easy to transfer to another, you know, air, uh, airport. But um, yeah, so I, I moved out here and I uh, through friends of a friend and a friend of a friend whose barber knows the shoeman of this and that uh, was connected to Babyface in his studio at Brandon's Way. Um, which was crazy because he's literally a, he is one of the greats. So totally. to come oh, out yeah. here and like work immediately with one of the greats is is pretty uncommon and also you know a huge blessing. And he was actually the one that told me you know you need to get your performance skills up. Uh, you should probably you know you should go How sing live at places. How old were you? I was uh, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I still had my dad driving me every day to the studio. Like he still had to like sign for me to like you know all that crazy stuff. Um, but. What was I saying? Oh, so he was the one who told me, you know, you need to sing live. And I, we moved to Santa Monica, and I'd walked on the promenade many times, and that's where, you know, a lot of people, Andy Grammer yeah. and um, and Justin Bieber in Canada, like, they actually, like, a lot of people saw them when they were singing, you know, on the streets. And so I thought um, it's going to be a lot easier if I just go out on the streets instead of, like, trying to, like, pitch my not music that I had written yet to, like, these club promoters. And, yeah, yeah, you know, so... <laughs> Uh, I started, you know, got my permit, went out on the promenade, and was just singing covers and covers. And did you get a permit to do that? A, is that is that how you say it? Yeah. A permit. Yeah. I wait. just call it a permit. I, wait, wait. <laughs> I say permit too. Thank you, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. What did you say? Permit. I don't know what I it's said. It's because he's from Utah, guys. Don't yeah. <laughs> Let's be nice. Um, it's, it's crazy. So you did do White it legally, people. though. No, yeah, I totally Permit. did it legally. Right. Um, I had to because... They'll run you off. They would not only arrest me, but because I'm underage, my dad would get arrested, too. <laughs> so that wouldn't have worked out well. What are you in for? Singing. I was, I was slanging, singing illegally. Slanging covers. I, I, I murdered a, a, a grocery store clerk. What'd you I do? I feel like those are the guys that get beat I up in prison. I murdered a Justin Bieber song. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, singing over by the... Ruby Tuesdays. Say no more. <laughs> and uh, got arrested. You I was out front of the Apple Store. <laughs> yeah. I was in front of the Apple Store singing uh, a One you Direction steal song. Something? You steal something? Uh, girls' hearts. <laughs> there you go. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Joe, it sounds like we've been through some of the same things in life. Yeah, well, there you we guys, go. You know, similar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's You're how I that's how I was performing. Uh, that's <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> All right, let's keep uh, All right. All right. <laughs> it wasn't even that funny. Well, it kind of was. No, the so, truth. The um, truth. So how, is that how you met Billy? And, and it, who saw you on the third street? Anybody, yeah, so uh, one of Billy's really good friends and also the manager of uh, Andy Grammer, um, his ben name is Ben Singer, Singer yep. uh, saw wait, me dude. on the promenade and was like, look. Wait, wait. Uh, ben introduced you to 
Yeah, Ben introduced me to Billy. Wow. And uh, and and we flew out. I actually flew out with Ben and my dad. Um, Why don't we have Billy on? Oh, we will. He's in he's in New York, but he'll be he'll be here. We got married because of Billy. Really? Well, he had something to do with it. He did. Don't you remember the winter retreat and the whole Billy Man moment? Yeah, I do. And, and I went, and I'm getting... No, that was... Okay, well, we'll talk about that moment. That anyway. was my most embarrassing <laughs> moment. Great. One of. Can't wait to hear it. Um, but yeah, so he... Uh, ben introduced me to Billy. We flew out, like, maybe a week or two later to Connecticut to Billy's house. I played him a couple songs, and he's like, look, you know, I want to I wanna further Who are you know, you? what we do. And <laughs> Why so, are you in my living room? <laughs> Why yeah, are look, you? Why do you Go home, kid. What? Please leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so that's that. The rest is, I guess, history now, because I've been with him for the last five years. Four years, five four, years, five years, four yeah. and a half. And um, and you have a huge following. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've put in a lot of work, and I've been blessed blessed with uh, with fans that kind of enjoy slash yeah, they kind of enjoy also slash you know just have strong opinions about what I do, whether they're good or bad. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like any social network. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think, I think, I think, building an opinion is is super important. So if it's a good opinion or a bad opinion, you it's know. fine as long as you have one. As long as you stand, you know, as you stand for something. Yep. So uh, how did that lead into John Legend? Was uh, it John Billy Legend. That set that yeah. Up? So Billy, um, one of the first things, actually, it's a really crazy story. This is the reason that this is one of the biggest reasons why I was like. Yeah, Billy's the guy because honestly, you know, being a kid from Arizona, you don't really know a lot of the people that work behind the scenes. And I didn't know at the time and and now, you know, obviously I know now because I've been working with him for so long. He's one of the biggest behind the scenes persons uh person. Oh, Billy, people. you mean? He's one of the <clears throat> biggest behind the scenes people. Sounds like you loves, need Andy Grammer to help you out. Um <laughs> Wait, what? what? His last name's Grammer. Oh. And he was saying person. Got it. Oh. Uh, it's a little heady, sorry. Yeah. It's beyond. It's a little. This, we are. We're I a sing. demographic of nine to fourteen year olds. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mention this, but I also kind of dropped out of high school and finished my diploma online. So grammar is not, you know, my best thing. Well, maybe you should talk to Andy Grammar. I'm gonna beat okay, this joke into the ground. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Billy is one of the biggest behind the scenes people that I've ever met personally, and he'll never tell you that because he's super humble and, and is like the most down to earth dude. Totally. Um, but. You know, but, so growing up, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't recognize him. So one of the first things he said to me um, when we started working together, connecting back to your uh, original question, is who, who are your inspirations? And growing up, my parents loved him. I fell in love with him, know every single word to every song, John Legend. Um, so I told him that. I was like, look, John Legend is like my favorite person on earth. Um, and he's like, look, I actually know his manager, Ty. Uh like we can set that up. And so literally within a month of working with him, um, I was sitting in the studio and he's like, Hey, I have a friend that I want you to meet. Uh, come downstairs. And I came downstairs and I was like, Oh, cool. Hey, John Legend, <laughs> this is great. I'm in sweats right now. So that's awesome. Um, we actually took a Polaroid. My Billy still has it. Um, and I'm going to one day pry it from his you know, dead cold hands. But, uh, <laughs> how old were you when you met him? That was, I was 15 or no, I was 16. I was okay. 16. Very so cool. Billy is truly the type, the, the guy who will go, I don't know, but I think President Obama might. Let me call him. Yeah. Get the phone call. President Dead Obama. serious. Yeah. Dead, Dead serious. serious. He's got pictures of him and Obama, like, chilling in his studio. It's no, great. seriously. I mean, Billy knows everybody. He ran, I mean, just a little history on him. He was an artist saying, did a whole thing in San Francisco, but then moved on to run, like, BMG Publishing. He's 
he's done everything from artist management to running labels to um, being an artist himself. I mean, he he's from the ground up, yeah. knows the whole thing. He's Amazing. just a, he's really, and he's also, he's sort of that Oprah vibe. I mean, people flock to him. When you're around him, he's just <clears throat> magnetic and you just want to know more. But <clears throat> that's why he's a good manager. He's awesome. He's the greatest. I love him. But also, I think his management style is very good where he allows you to explore and figure it out. Yeah, I mean, he's super big on, on that. Uh, you know, I said it earlier today, standing for something. He's super big on, you know, knowing who you are and standing for that and, uh, and you know, not wavering no matter what. And so even when it comes to, like, things, like, ethical things about, like, you know, business deals that uh, I'm working on, if I have something that I stand against it, no matter what it is, the coolest thing that I love about him is that he's so big on being a person before being an artist or mm -hmm. being a human before being, you know, a singer um, that he never lets that get in the way of it. Right. So that's one of the coolest things because a lot of people in Los Angeles and I've learned, you know, over time, they ethics are only a thing when. You know, when money's when not in the does, way. Or when well, it does something for them. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm ethical until there's another way to make money. And then, then you know, no, no, I stand for these ethics. Yeah, yeah Which absolutely. Is, it's sad, but, you know, you got to work with it. Yeah. He he was at that, um, at your winter retreat, remember? Yeah. And That's what I'm saying is when he did his little Oprah moment. I know, but I, w I don't, I was in there for that. I was in there for yeah, that. But you were. he, so right before he went on. I was helping, it was like my first time at the winter retreat and you and I were just kind of early on dating. Mm -hmm. And you go like, hey, can you go get Billy like a sweatshirt and some, you know, some stuff for him? So I'm like, yeah. So I go out to this little store and he's in the bathroom and I could hear him in the bathroom and he's singing, we all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> and so, and I'm, so I'm like folding the clothes. I'm like, a yellow submarine. We, you know, and I'm just kind of singing the song with him. And then I come out, he comes out after me and I, I give someone the sweatshirts to give to him. And then we're sitting in the concert that he's doing and every, I mean, just, he's just amazing. And he's like, he's up there with his guitar and he's kind of like slowly strumming it. And he's like, you know, I know, I knew that I was with my people when I looked at, when I was in the bathroom and I'm like, oh no, oh no. I knew that I was surrounded by singers and creative beings. When I started singing, and I'm like, no, 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 Yellow Submarine. And someone in the hall finished it off for me. <laughs> and, and then he's, who was that person? And meanwhile, I'm the only non-singer in the group, you know? Then yeah. I'm like the new girl. I'm like Dave's new girlfriend, like, you know, mm -hmm. that, like, you know, Yoko Ono, you know, like ruining everything. And so I'm just like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, please don't say anything. And he's like, stand up, please. Tell me, who was the singer that fit? And everyone's like, who was it? And I was like, this is me. I'm, I'm the only one that doesn't, doesn't sing. But it's still a good story. It's still a good story. Anyway, I felt horrible. I want to say that your impression of Billy Mann is probably the greatest impression I've ever heard. Not because it's good, yeah, but just because it's really funny. Not because funny. it's accurate at all. It's just a great... I feel like he's like I, I can't. It's one of the, like rise with me, brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's he, in Braveheart. Was was Billy Mann in Braveheart? Was, it was three hundred actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, three hundred. Right, that's what it was. That's yeah, he what had his shirt off and he looked great. He looked well, great. Going off the topic just a little further. Yeah. So he gets up on the board and he writes his Oprah moment, which was. Do you remember it was? Yeah. Um, it was so like he a says formula. a lot of people. Yeah, he wrote writes this formula. He says a lot of people do X plus Y equals question mark, and that's how they live their life. X is where they're at, why is whatever decision they make, and question mark is 
some sort of outcome, mm-hmm. right? He goes, hopefully what you need better, to do is... Hopefully better than X, Yeah, hopefully right? better than X. And he goes, what you need to do is live your life by this. X, uh, what was it? Outcome. So you define the outcome. X is where you are and define the outcome and then make decisions based on what you want. <clears throat> Fill in outcome. And he writes in different things. He goes, but happiness. Outcome equals happiness. Any decision you make needs to be reinforce this. Instead of making these decisions going, God, I hope that I make money or I'm whatever. He goes, this is it, happiness. And I would just started dating her and I went, X plus getting engaged equals happiness. And that's, we ended up getting engaged shortly after that. That's crazy. Luckily, I didn't see that formula before we went to the Bahamas. <laughs> probably would have scared me, but. Anyway, that was off. Uh, enough about us. Off the beaten path. There you there go. Yeah. Second, but, but we love him. We do. Yeah, he's we the totally greatest. Um, yeah, so I was super excited earlier this year, um, at the beginning of the year. We had been talking a little bit before New Year's, and then we took a break for the fourth quarter. Um, but we had been talking about working with uh, Radio Disney, and they are um, they're a super cool company. I, I hadn't really you know learned a lot about them, but uh, we we were kind of talking about you know doing a radio show and doing you know or like a little series. And then they saw my YouTube page and saw a couple of things and uh, and how successful, you know, I've been blessed with uh, having a successful YouTube page. So now, you know, at the moment while they develop, you know, kind of what we do as a bigger picture right now, I'm working on like social media stuff. So making YouTube videos with them and, and making YouTube videos with the talent that comes into the studio. So that was super fun. And it still is super fun because I do it, you know, actively now. So you're doing like covers with other no, not necessarily even music. You know, we'll oh. do a sketch or if, okay. if it's somebody that I don't know, then, you know, I'll kind of get to know them better in a, you know, funny, lighthearted way, whether it's playing a game or whether it's me asking them really, really weird questions. And then if it's talent that I do know, then they kind of, um, and this is what I love about Radio Disney is they give me the freedom to kind of input what I think we should do. So if it's somebody that's really musical that I like, then I'll, you know, we'll do a cover together. If it's somebody that, you know, I think is really, really funny, then we'll do a sketch. So yeah. they're, they've been really awesome about, uh, about, you know, having given me a little bit of creative control, um, and then they kind of help me keep it Radio Disney friendly. <laughs> is, it, is it scripted? <laughs> uh, some of it is. If we do a sketch, then we'll script it. Um, I've only done one sketch, uh, and it's really funny because it got kind of like shut down mid-sketch because the PR person was like, "Nah, we don't like this." Uh, who, who are you with? I was with DNCE. Oh yeah, yeah, with Joe. Yeah, with Joe and all them. And and the funny it's thing, Joe, when, um, it's Joe Jonas's Joe Jonas's band. Jonas's band. JoJo's band what? Joe Jonas band is called DNC. Oh, DNCE. DNC. So the sketch right. was um it was me it's trying to uh me trying to the convince cool them to, to let me be the A, so then it's like D A N C E cuz my name starts with an A. Um and halfway through the sketch the PR person's like, "Yo, shut it down. We're not doing this." And I was like, oh. Nobody puts an A in dance. You, just, you understand me? Stole, I was literally, my mouth was opening to say that exact line. Okay, wait, wait, can we try something? Yep. Let's let pretend Shannon and I have our new Disney show. Cool. Okay. Right? And you're the host. Okay. Okay. okay What's the go. show about? The show's about, it's about two people who own a pet uh, delivery service. Okay, great. Pet delivery? <laughs> we you just deliver, deliver pets. So whether, you guys, whether you request them or not, we just so deliver you guys, pets. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the hosts of the show. Ding dong. We're, well, we're the stars. We deliver pets. Yeah, yeah. Got it. It's and, a reality and show. And what role do I play in this in You're this the show? Radio Disney. Uh, you're you're in interview. Got it, got yeah. it. So I'm interviewing you guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, got it, got it, got it, got yeah. it. All right. Uh, all right. Hey, guys. Uh, we are back. Yes. Um, I'm with uh, Joe and Shannon. Yeah, hi. Tell us a little bit more about your company. Well, it, it's uh, well, it's, it's a, called pets, 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 and more. Yeah, uh, we we serve at the Greater Los Angeles area. We have you ever heard of an iPhone? Yeah. Uh, first question. I'm gonna just stop you there. Oh. What's the Greater Los Angeles area? Is there 
a greater and a lesser. Is there a less great area? It's better than the good. Well, I think what it means is the surrounding areas. You know, because Los Angeles is a collection of suburbs. You know, so when you say greater Los Angeles area, you're talking about the collection of suburbs that act cohesively as Los Angeles. Anyway, you can use your iPhone app. You can request any pet, and uh, within I don't know, Shannon, how long? Thirty minutes or less. We'll deliver that pet. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Well, we're going to test that right now. I'm going to okay. actually go order a pet. Sure, go ahead. Uh, and what would you we like? will see. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to open my iPhone here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look for a Shiba Inu. We don't have those. Okay. Oh, yeah. We are right. fresh out. Um, we just delivered the last out. one. Well, okay. Well, let's try again. Okay. Let's try mm-hmm. again. All right. A miniature poodle. Mm. We oh, are out of those yeah. as well. We have a new we shipment a coming of... in uh, like in Thursday? It's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. what about a basic? What about a basic? Labrador Retriever. Okay, you are hitting all yeah. the popular ones. Those are that really popular. Okay, well, what, yeah. what about a, an animal that you guys do have? Like, why don't why don't you guys test do one and we can just see if they can send it? I have a half open bag of uh, sea monkeys. Mm-hmm. I ate half the other half. <laughs> I was hungry, but <laughs> they are delicious on yeah. a cracker. Yeah. Um. So sea monkeys. Is sea monkeys. Much all right. Well, we will be right back, and uh, you know, I'm gonna wait for these sea monkeys to come. You know what? I'm gonna say you're pretty good. That's you pretty got a good. future in this dis- uh-huh. in this radio Disney business. Well, I love how you were also <laughs> pretending to press buttons. Like you know, you're like, and we are back. Yeah. That's what well, I think I'm He's pretty the sure. The, I'm gonna just assume the that yeah. they can't see my hands right now. Yeah. Oh, so there's cameras everywhere. Alex. Yeah. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna you know tell you guys that there is a real board here and mm-hmm. nobody else can know. I didn't so want to tell you. This. I it's was my pe- word versus your guys. I uh. was petting the fake animals. Well, there we go. Right See? Just like so let's just it. say so there's like, real chill, animals chill. in here and there's a real petting board going on. Petting the sea monkeys. Us. I was petting the sea monkeys, which sea is monkeys also the name of her. Yeah. Yep. The same my, my new channel. So oh, cool. so how many how 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 many like uh, episodes? I don't know what you'd call it. You've done for Disney so far. Okay. So uh, it's not really right now. We're working on like a kind of a bigger picture where there would be like an episode and it'd be like a fixed you know show time. Yeah. Uh, but as of now, I've just done like different videos, so it's completely not related with each other. You know, I'll, I'll do a Snapchat takeover for one day, and then I'll do the sketch that ends up getting shut down in the middle of it, and then I'll do the uh, I'll do like a get to know you thing. By the way, how did Joe react when they shut it down? You know what? Like I never. <gasps> Oh, I, Joe I, Jonas. Different Joe. <laughs> Joe Jonas. Honestly, oh, okay. I'd never uh, met. I'd never met Joe. I'd never met any of the members of DNCE, and you know, the whole sketch was me kind of being like awkwardly in between them. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because generally you have to act like that because you know the person, and so like if I was so to act awkward act around awkward, you, then yeah. we would be acting like <laughs> yeah. I'm awkward to you. Where in real life it was the exact same thing. So um, <laughs> it really was the sketch. In its like in it real life, it was just no awkward acting. because I was like dancing. You know, part of it I was like dancing next to Joe Jonas, and Joe Jonas is like, "What's this dude doing?" But in real life, he was like, "What's this dude doing?" So when it gets shut down, it's just even more awkward because then I look like you know, I, it, was, it was funny. Yeah, we're out but of the do sketch. You guys, do you guys take the purity rings off before you fight, or? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't know. If, I don't, I don't know think if, it's a thing anymore. I don't think it's a thing anymore. Joe Jonas in the cake by the ocean. Um, but he was super nice nonetheless. At least he was super. like, he was really, really nice about it, but like, it just was kind of, because it's not our fault. It wasn't Disney, yeah. it wasn't Radio Disney's fault, it wasn't my fault. We had done the sketch, we got it cleared with their management, uh-huh. um, but then their PR team, like, you know, you know how PR teams yeah. are. They're just like, just hey, protected. this isn't tight. Bow, out. He go, you know? We're going to go outside and FGHT. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need an eye? We don't use no eyes. There's no eye in fight. Wait a minute. Uh, great. Uh, all right, but what was your what so far has been your favorite piece of doing this with Disney? Andy Grammer mm. loves that joke. The paycheck. <laughs> you know what? It's uh my favorite part about it has just been 
seeing like people that I know, like, you know, Joe Jonas was pretty a rare exception to like so far what I've done um, because a lot of the talent that comes in, I already know. And uh, other than we did like a one big announcement for like me working with Radio Disney, but then none of the other people that I know knew that I worked for Radio Disney. So they would walk in, they'd be like, oh, what's up, Alex? Like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm interviewing you. And they're like, what? So it's been cool because then I'm like interviewing them and it feels like, you know, me and you talking. Totally. So yeah. that's been my favorite thing about it is that I've you know, so far um, have been, you know, in situations where I know the person. So it gives a little bit different feeling for the interview because it's not like, hey, so what have you been up to? It's more of like, yo, we were grabbing lunch last week and you were saying how, like, how much you like your new album. Tell us more about it. You know, yeah, right, so it feels right, a little right. bit more natural, feels a little bit more uh, Jim, Jimmy Fallon-esque. Right. Who, who's been your favorite interview so far? Hmm. Um, Besides us. Yeah. Besides you guys. Besides the pet, um, pet, pets in 30 minutes or less. Pet, pet, pets in 30 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a really good time the other day, actually. Um, I did like a get to know you. I didn't know this girl. Her name's Sophia Carson, and she uh, she was on yeah, Disney's Descendants. Sophia. Yeah. That's that's what they say when she walks in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every time. Really? Her parents? Mm-hmm. Her, par- her, da- her grandfather's Johnny Carson. Yeah. Sophia. Nice. Yeah. Is it really? It's pretty That's good. It. It, I know. I just made that up. No, it's oh, not. Okay. It's not at all. Wow. Um, I love that he fell for that one. So, <laughs> I clearly was just really? like. Really? Yeah. So yeah, so I did like a little five minute like get to know you where I was just talking about she's dropping a single this weekend and all she's that stuff. She's friends with Tiffany McMahon. Uh, <laughs> um, and she was just so sweet and nice. And so it's also like the most recent thing that I've done. So it's the freshest on my brain. But she was like one of the sweetest people. So right. this is really cool because people are actually really cool. Yeah. Like just any person is really cool. Well, <clears throat> not you're not only every 20, person, so. but many people. Yeah, I, I bet, many, you, I bet you you've met people who aren't very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we dip into that? Not anyone in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he, everyone he's awkwardly drinking remember, water. Remember the awkward down, scene? Yeah, the awkward scene. Water pouring down his face. Glug, glug, Okay, but I am gonna go there for a second. Go there. What's been the hardest? What's been the hardest interview or the most? The least fun interview. Honestly, I haven't had too many, uh, like, not fun things. I guess the sketch would be the least fun just because... It sounds like I a did, blast, even I, though we got shut well, down. Well, you know what? Like, it makes it a was story. a blast, but in the moment, because it was like all like, it was like, oh, I'm doing this sketch and I'm like supposed to be acting awkward, but then like in real life it actually hits you and you're like, gets shut down. So then you feel like that little kid that's like, can I have an autograph? And the, and then like the superstar is like, no kid, like get your own life. And then he, and, and then so then it's he like, I felt a little, I'm not gonna lie, like I felt a little bit embarrassed because I was like, look, I'd never met Joe Jonas before. I grew up listening to like Jonas Brothers because I got three sisters and they're awesome. Um, but, you know, like it was a little bit, I guess it was a little bit like embarrassing. I was a little embarrassed. I was a little bit, felt a little awkward for me. But, you know, you can't, you know, Listen, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't if you our look at some of the greatest interviewers and interviews in the history of this, it's those kinds of things that are just awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that if they filmed that whole thing and it was like, been, the guy was just like, look, you know how viral off. that thing would have went. I was just like, I, but I, I can't tell you what my face would have looked like. I could have been looking but like. That's like, the beauty of it. I mean, that's so the beauty of it. Maybe I was too busy thinking of my next hilarious, fantastic joke. But did you explain what the sketch was? Yeah, it was the DNCE wow. with the A. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you, then you said it was awkward. Well, but they were well because tr- I'm awkwardly trying to push myself into this band. Oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought that was what they... Okay, now I get it. So All the right. sketch was about yeah. me saying like, hey, hey yo, man, you guys let me are awesome, the band. so let me be the A. So why would they get mad about that? You know what? I don't... I honestly don't know. Um... 
but it was just it was their PR. It was guy. yeah, it was their so PR they went, guy. Like, it wasn't not it wasn't our people. This. We loved the idea. We thought it was so funny. Like we wrote it out, and it's like basically the whole time I'm just like dancing. But like, what did Joe Jonas think? They thought it was really funny. Oh, well, can he tell the PR person like? Nobody puts Joe Jonas in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 probably not. Oh, never mind. Okay, no. sorry. Probably continue. not with their PR person. Because well, I mean, the PR's person with you know, with all due respect, their job is to like make sure that they're they don't look dumb. they don't look dumb in well, any way, yeah. shape, or form. So it's like if you know, I I understand why the PR person does what they do. I just would never want to be that person. So did they not have a PR person in the early part of the career? We I wish we had a PR person. <laughs> So Sing Talk is a show. I don't think I've seen Dave laugh that hard. That was ever. pretty funny, Joe. That was pretty funny. I'd have to edit right there. <laughs> anyway, but then we're gonna cut back, and your face is gonna be bright red. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "What just? Uh, it's just really hot happened. in here." They're gonna have that little cartoon that says technical and difficulties. Like, and, and he's like, got like a bars and tone, bars and tone. Yeah. And he's got like a vein in his head, and some tears. What just uh, happened? All right, let's get back on track with you. All anymore. right, all right. So let's talk about your voice, if you don't mind, um, sharing a little bit about your vocal development journey. Yeah. Because I, you know, w- when we do this podcast, sometimes we touch on things that are about the vocal development, the science of voice and things. And other times when we have people in here, we never get to that. And I think with you especially, I mean, you've worked really hard and... I think it'd be great for you to share a little bit of your journey. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it would be kind of like ungrateful for me to not share that just because I've worked with you for, you know, four years running now. And when I first met you, I don't know if you remember, but there was no such thing as falsetto. There was no such thing as a bridge. There was just me singing and then singing louder. So wait, how did we meet? Because I don't even remember. Uh, Billy. Billy, actually. Yeah. When uh, when I was, you know, I was getting ready to start going out on tour and everything. Um, Oh, and you Billy's went out with like, R5? Who, yep. else, who else have you been on tour with? Uh, I toured with R5 for a real long time. And then I toured with Bridget Mendler for a little bit. Um, I did a couple of shows with The Wanted, um, The Backstreet Boys. Played a show with The Backstreet Boys. That was pretty sick. Um, Gavin DeGraw. Wow. I'm trying to think. It was it was like a big uh, Jake Miller. I played like, it was a crazy year because that was like all in one year. Wow. So I did like 10 months of touring. And it was It was awesome. It's kind of nice to be home and be like doing the Disney thing where you're home. Well, you know what? <clears throat> yes, at the time, because what happened, it was like 2013 was the year where it's like touring, 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 awesome, everything's cool. Like you're on the road, you're living this crazy like rock star lifestyle. And then 2014 came and, and I did one show in the whole year. And I was just like, wow, talk about, talk about a, you know, follow up. Do you feel? Did you feel at the time like, wow, my career's over? That's oh no, yeah, totally. Like I literally for a moment was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't my thing. Like maybe maybe I'm just supposed to. Nineteen and a half. Yeah. No, this was like I I was barely eighteen. Yeah. And that was kind of the problem. The problem was that I. I was 2013, I was 17 years old, so I was playing, like, bubblegum pop, like, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that I still am, like, it's not stuff that I'm embarrassed about. Like, I love all the songs yeah. that I did. But then I turned 18, and, you know, like, you're an adult now. Things change. Things change. You know what I mean? about buying lottery tickets. I live a hard life. Dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> Dry ice. Still can't um, rent a car, though. Be no, great if still you can't. <laughs> write a theme song for Pets, 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 yeah. anymore. You know what? Oh, I, yeah. let's, we'll talk about that later. Because later. I got, I got a little 30 minutes I just wanted to throw I did, I, like, had, like, a little... 
um, I don't even know if it's a quarter life crisis. I think it's just like a, a, you're, you're a, not even a quarter fifth, life yet. A fifth life crisis, yeah. mm-hmm. a f- one fifth of a life crisis um, where I literally, you know, I said to myself, you know, maybe this isn't my thing. Maybe it was just like a fun little thing that we did. I actually got a real job at All Saints. Um, the did clothing you really? store, yeah. Wow. Um, I, I moved out to New York, got a real job at All Saints, lived a regular kid lifestyle for a full two weeks, and then um, actually <laughs> like, awesomeness. This sucks. Awesomeness. Wow. No, what happened was I was doing it, and I was like, Who's okay, cool, like you got to work. Folding these jeans. Um, awesomeness TV called my management and was like, hey, I guess I, I, you know, I had done an audition before, like back in like June, and we're now in like October, and awesomeness is like, yo, that awesome that audition that he did, where we want him to. Like he he got chosen, and so it was actually a show that we shot on a cruise ship in Europe. So it was like I went from literally within like a month span, I went from folding clothes at mm-hmm. All Saints for yeah. like two weeks. Wow! And then two that? weeks after that, I was in I was in Europe. It was the craziest thing. Did you I, I did you so throw happy. a table over when they called? Yeah. Did you just? I like... didn't. But what ha- it's really funny, and, and I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm proud of it. But the last day of work. Um, I kind of like had dragged it out because you get paid like commissions and stuff. So I didn't want to like, I didn't want to tell them ahead of time. And then they like stopped giving me like good clients and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, I told them the day of, and I was like, look, I'm so sorry, but uh, I'm not going to work anymore. <laughs> and so they're like, okay. Like, you know, they were all, Mid-fold, they were really happy like about it. Sleeve out. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was supposed to work till five o'clock and at one o'clock I was like, look, I don't feel good. I felt great. I felt better than I've ever felt in that whole two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was like, look, I don't feel good. Um, I need to go on a cruise. In two weeks. And so, yeah, yeah so I, I, I left five hours early. Meanwhile, all these people had their clothes. They were like He's, stuck in the, in the dressing rooms waiting for him to come bring them the key. Do you still have, do you have the size small? <laughs> yeah. Sir? Are, are you there? It, hello? 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 Just, you still have my other pair of pants. I can't go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did um, you ever sing at All Saints I, when you were there? Would you just... I did. I'm not going to lie. I, I pulled that card one time. Well, I they went do. In. They do what shows song there. did you sing? <clears throat> they um, do shows at their stores. I don't even remember. But you mean you just sang like I just say, I just remember I went in and I sang for my boss because uh, I guess I I'd missed a day because it was my sister's wedding. That's exactly what it was. My sister got married while I was working at All Saints, and I was like, "You Look, really only I, work like three days." I need this. Day. <laughs> we figured this out. I need, come I to need, find out, I got trained. They come out. He was just shopping there. Yeah, he was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, uh, "You don't even work on. here." No, 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 and you owe you owe us two hundred forty dollars. You don't have to fold clothes. But yeah, no, I did I did serenade my boss so that she would give me off the day so I could fly back to California and go to my sister's wedding. Yeah, that would work. Swoon, swoon. Mm-hmm. You can go. Do it. Sometimes you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Use your powers for good. Would love to know what song that was. Uh, I'm pretty sure Did it might have been lyrics? Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly. To <laughs> <laughs> open the closet. I don't know any of the words. I don't know and any she, of the words. And she's trapped. like sweating. She's like, um, oh, I, don't, I don't think HR is going to like this. Yeah. Like, Five o'clock in the morning. Something, something, something. I don't know any of the words. Is that an actual line in the song? Yeah, yeah, that's the first line. Something, something, oh, no, that's not the lyric. Oh. Just five o'clock in the morning is. Yeah. We know nothing good happens at five o'clock in the morning with R. Kelly. I don't know. I've been waking up. I've been waking up at five. Okay, with R. Kelly. There you go. I don't think anything good happens at 1.30 p.m. With, with R. R. Kelly. Kelly. I don't know. He could be <laughs> any, picking any up dry cleaning or something. Yeah. He, just sang, he just sang on a Chance the Rapper song that I absolutely love. It's called Somewhere in Paradise. And Are you going to cover it? You know, it, it came out like a probably like six months ago, so oh. probably not. But I do see I cover it in the car with no cameras or you know microphones well, or anything. Nice. Break, I had to we break didn't want to tell we you. We put cameras in your car two weeks ago. And go ahead, guys. Play. <laughs> Press play. <laughs>
I want to hear you sing. I'm trapped in the closet. You want to hear that me sing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You that sing? was him. Yeah. That was a joke. Okay, here we go. You want to go? Okay, you ready? For the One, first two, 15 three. years of his the life. The wheels and the bus go round and round, round and round. Oh, wait. Oh, not me. Pretty good pitch. That's Thank wow. You. I was mouthing the words, so it could have been me. <laughs> Maybe it was you. If they we'll put your know. voice yeah. and, my, and my camera on, then mm-hmm. that was people. I know people confuse us all the time. So, so no, Alex, sing for us. Sing, do something for sing us. Sing for us. Yeah. Um, That's no pressure. And we're going to come, we're gonna come back to talking we'll about your vocal development it. stuff. Right after the words from our sponsors. Cool. Where's the guitar? Uh, right right there. One? Yeah. yeah. One second. That's a lot of pressure. I don't think it's a lot of pressure. Just um, shoot for him. No. This is like, hey, Alex, um, can you give me a glass of water? Yeah, Shannon, he sang a song to his uh, manager at a clothing store so he could go to a wedding. <laughs> Know. You know what's up? You know what? At our age, too, I would sing a song to my manager to not go to a wedding. <laughs> totally. Uh, I hate going to a wedding. Oh my God, no. Please book me. Oh yeah. I do not want to go to a wedding. I really yeah. want to fold some jeans. Um, all right, I'm going to play. Is that tuned? I have no idea. My dog Is it sad that I still have no idea? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. All right, I'm gonna play. I'm just gonna play a little bit. I'm not gonna play a full song just because I don't want to waste our sweet time that we have together. Yeah, um, it'd be such sweet, a waste. Sweet, I know. sweet time. Uh, so yeah, this is a song that I wrote. Um, I wrote. Well, he holds your hand. Does he do it bad? Can you fall asleep? On the top of his chest Oh And when you crave To be tied Do his hands feel right Or do I feel your thoughts Just like you're feeling mine Oh my lips are kissing her while my mind is kissing you and it's hard to fall in love when my heart's missing you something like that that's the song you sang to the manager yeah Excuse me, sir. I'm just I'm just trying to go to Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Can I just buy this shirt, please? Yeah. Just I just if you could just put it in the bag, it, it's fine. Um, so, wow, so amazing. Is, yeah, it's great. So oh, tell us about. I want to hear about your, your your perspective on the vocal development. No. Wait, hold on, Dave. I have a question for you. Yeah. It's his vocal coach. Is that what you officially are? What are you? His vocal like mentor. I would say vocal coach. You're my vocal coach. All right, I'm a vocal right. coach. Sure, whatever. Are you? Know, what he, do, you do you like vocal coach? What do you is like? Dave? What you, what's what, your pref- yeah. What's your preference? God. <laughs> okay, vocal god. Is his vocal no, god? No, no, I, I, I think I prefer vocal instructor. Okay. Vocal instructor. Okay. Yeah, because vocal it's instructor. more, it's less about just coaching you. You're not wearing you. like a mm-hmm. headband. You teach and like me. A, you know, right it's, more about, it's more about the physical development. It's almost more, I'm almost more like a personal trainer. You're a vocal mm-hmm. guidance counselor. Well, that would be coach. Yeah. Vocal guidance Yeah, wouldn't that be a coach? <laughs> well, I guess. I, mean, I just kind of encourage you and, and motivate you. So I'm not really a coach. I'm just yeah, like it's a, not so much a vocal coach developer. as it is a physical yeah. trainer. Vocal develop, yeah. developmentalist? Develop, vocal, vocal, vocal architect? Like vocal vocal developmentalist. Okay. Anyway, when he's singing, are you going like, come on, yeah, you can do it there, Hit that, Alex. Hit, 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 that, that hit that B flat, sharp, natural. B flat, sharp, natural. Um, 
Sometimes. I think right there when I was listening to him, I was com- just completely absorbed in the, the, the melodic lines and the words. Um, Thank you. But yeah, when I listen to people sing, I get in that and I can't, I, I struggle to watch The Voice or American Idol or whatever because I move into that mode and it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So I can go to shows a lot of times and watch a show and just totally get absorbed into the show. Uh, and then other shows I go to them and I'm so caught I'm up in it. I'm imagining Dave like spinning like the Grateful Dead guy in the back of the room like, <laughs> with a skirt on. And then all of a sudden I go, dude. That was a no, great man, F No, sharp. man, you are. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, from your perspective, from, yeah. from being 10, 12, 15 to where you are now, the process of voice. Way. At 20, at the old age of 20. No, t- t- tell us what it feels like from inside and the process that you've gone through. And I mean, there's been times where you just go, wow, my voice is not doing what I want it yeah. to. Or, well, even like, you know, I guess, yeah, totally what, you know, what you're talking about. It's been like just a journey on its own in my voice because, you know, you have pre-puberty for a guy where you're singing like, you know, Chris Brown notes and then you hit like like about to like you're about to start puberty and then you're like oh this is kind of weird and then you go through like your puberty where your voice drops and you're just like oh cool so I can't sing any songs that I've ever sung before right um and so getting out of there you know meeting you when when we met I was 15 years old or 16 years old um it's just a it, that was like right in the, right middle, in the middle of, of everything and so uh i think especially working with you has been like a biggest part of my journey not trying to plug you on your own show or anything but honestly um to me is one of the biggest thing that's helped because you you when we first started working together there was no such thing as falsetto like i said before there's no such thing as a bridge if you're not listening if you're listening you don't know what that means it's just like singing high i couldn't do that at all um and you know getting to a point now where it's like you really do, I guess, develop, your voice develops into um, one of the biggest things, I guess, is just easiness, like mm-hmm. it, the how easy it is for you to hit a note. Um, you know, when I was 14, it was like hard for me to sing a falsetto note where now it's just easy. It's right. like, it's a natural thing. So so when you were like 16 when you were out with R5? Yeah. Okay. So that was right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You were on tour. Yeah. Right? Well, the so- but it was also the songs I was writing then mm-hmm. didn't involve any of these hard notes. They were okay. all notes that I could hit uh, or at least like do a good try at hitting. It wasn't anything that's like, I have to like fix, you know, I have to like not sing a couple of notes because I can't hit them. Um, so. And, and what did you do on tour when you felt that coming on? Um, when there's those moments you go, I don't know if it's, I don't know how I feel tonight about that note. Yeah. I mean. Do you ever, do you ever just For me, I would just change, yeah. So yeah. If, if I was supposed to go up and stay up, I would just go up and come right back down. Um, or if, you know, a lot of it, especially when I first went out on tour with R5, the biggest thing, the biggest challenge for me was just um, having endurance. So like endurance, um, <laughs> being able to go out every night and hit those big belting notes and going, you know, and then going to sleep, waking up the next day and doing sound check and doing all that stuff. It catches up to you if you're not, you know, trained well. And at the time when we were working, when I was we going just, out on tour with our five, we had, we had just, just touched, you know, yeah. we had just started. <clears throat> I still didn't have any, you know, falsetto or any bridge or anything. And it really wasn't until 2014, like when I took my break and we started working, um, that we really started to develop a, a solid bridge so that I never have to force my voice to, to hit a note so then it feels strained at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the biggest things, and that's still one of the biggest things. Like today, you know, I was in the studio all morning uh, working on vocals, so I still feel like I'm a little bit, you know, strained right now while I'm singing. Um, but 
learning how to how to sing when you're strained or how to sing when you're tired or how to breathe when you're tired or how to breathe when you're out of breath and you're dancing on stage mm-hmm. are all things that like working with you and kind of just learning for myself and like singing while I'm running on the treadmill and doing all of those things help to like develop the voice and, and, and put it where it is now. Do you still uh, sing on the treadmill? You know, I don't sing on the treadmill because I don't run on the treadmill anymore. But when I do go for runs like out by the beach or when I take, I, I've been doing a lot of boxing recently. So I'm in the middle of class and I feel bad for everybody around me because like they'll be playing Drake and I'm like, jump man, jump man, jump man, them boys up to something. <laughs> and because I actually heard when I was a kid that that's what Justin Timberlake did. He would run on the treadmill and sing his sets. So mm-hmm. then when he's dancing, he's doing all of his work. He doesn't he's miss anything. And so um, I started doing that when I first started running on the treadmill. And then now I do it when I do boxing class. And I think it's just a good practice because then no matter what you're doing, if you're just sitting down and singing, it's even easier. If you're running around, you still you know, know how to breathe and everything. Awesome. <sighs> Breathing. So, <laughs> so tell me, what's the, of all the shows you've done, what was your, what was your favorite vocal show i mean the show where you left and you went man nailed i think it. it nailed it hmm vocally i don't know maybe everything maybe because the, well, the, i played this one show um in new jersey with bridget mendler we played at a six flags and it was just overall my favorite show for many reasons one because it was the biggest show that i had played at the time it was about seven thousand people um, and it was like a mini arena, the way mm-hmm. that it was set up. So it felt like even if it was even if it was a hundred people, nothing feels better than like a full like looking place. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how many people there were. It just felt it like felt. It, it felt like a million people. So that was awesome. We also got free like front of the line passes the whole day at Six Flags. So that's cool for when you're like a 16 year old kid that just mm-hmm. wants to like have fun. But you it's, can't scream. Listen, on it's the, cool when on you're 45. Ride, right? Yeah, you're you like, can scream on the ride. You're like. You're like this is so great. Um, and then it also felt like, you know, personally reflecting back, I remember just saying to myself, like, oh, man, this was like, this was a good show. Um, and then, oh, the other thing that made it awesome was that for some reason, Bridget Mendler, and she's like the super, like, she's the coolest person. Like, I, I really enjoyed going on tour with her. So this is like no shade to her, but for some reason didn't want to meet any fans after the show. So all of the fans, I was the only person that opened up for her. So all of the fans then directed towards me so I still had like you know I didn't have a big following at all back then but I still had after the show I was out in the front of the of the stadium and there's 7,000 fans there that are like all like I had to get escorted out by security and like they were like security was screaming at the fans and so I was screaming at security like don't talk to the fans like that and then the security screaming back at me like carrying me literally like carrying me out of like the area because it was so congested um, that's how that <clears throat> so it was an overall me. like overall Dang, that show is my favorite that happens to me every time I come home it's like yeah. I'm, I'm back and then yeah. you know security has to let me in my house there you go I don't mind being shady who's Bridget Mendler <laughs> <laughs> she's a she she's a Disney she's she was a Disney uh, actor was she on this uh, iCarly nope uh, was she on uh, the Naked Brothers band or she whatever Dora the so Explorer. that's both neither of those none of those yeah. three that you've mentioned are wherever on Disney Oh. oh. Um, they were all Nickelodeon. Oh. <laughs> she was on a show called... Uh, Good Burger? Good, no, she was on a show called Good Luck Charlie. Oh, my niece watches Good Luck Charlie. So that oh. show ended. She's actually now on a show with Chris D'Elia. So oh, talk I know. about... I know Chris D'Elia. I, I like him. Anyway. Oh, okay. So, uh... I don't know what that was. I, I just know what that means Oh, did I do that on camera? <laughs> yeah, you did. Can you blur that on camera? Um... <laughs> 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 But yeah, no. So then she she also has like a, a music career. Was she, she does. was she the daughter or something like that? The older. She daughter? was the oldest. Yeah, the oh, oldest yeah, daughter. I know she is. And then she sang she sang a song called uh, I think it was called Ready or Not. Ready or Not. It was a play on that Lauren Hill. Uh, yeah. 
so but hers was like ready or not here i come and none of that do you like my song just singing da 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 and i'll find you there's a cover like of a Bridget Mendler song. I do too. That sounds good. It was. It's really. It's <clears throat> actually like it was a catchy song, and it was cool because you get to hear it every single night. So you hear like you're sitting in the back, it's and you're like, "Oh, she missed that note," you know, or like you're like, "Oh, yeah. she killed that one," you know. So it's cool. But yeah, Bridget, she's the she's life real is sweet. good. The life, the life was good in 2013. Did you ever make any was, good luck Charlie jokes around her? Uh yeah. Every time before she'd go on stage, I'd say, "Good luck, Bridget," and she'd be like, "I don't get it. Who are you?" She'd be like, uh, yeah, security? It was, it was yeah. funny the coffee? first yeah. leg of the tour. It's not funny anymore. It was It was never funny, actually. It was yeah. just, oh, did it you really annoying. actually do that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, I now go, I want to time travel back and do that. <laughs> well, I didn't want to tell you this. For coming here today to this the Sing Talk podcast, we give everybody a time machine. Can we go back to that time? Back to you can choose any time you want. Yeah, you can choose any time you want. You can you can stop, you know, the Kennedy assassination. You can stop the Lincoln assassination. Have you, you seen but you only get twenty two? Have you ever? Yes, yes. Oh my and, and, gosh! And you I love can that stop. Show. You can you can do good but for the world. But you only get one thing. Yeah, one time you can go. You can or go you can instead go. of doing good for the world. Or you're you going to go back and give that joke. Yeah, you can go make that joke to Bridget Mendler. Well, the problem is if you've seen eleven twenty two sixty three. I'm only halfway done. I finished it, but no, but you know, you'll know that you if you push the time if you push with like the history if you push with the past and the past like pushes back so yeah. something bad else like bad will something happen something else happens so honestly if like if you were to genuinely ask me i would go back and relive something rather than like try and change something once again you can mm. go back and save the world and yeah but then who's to say that the world just doesn't get destroyed the same way you know it's the it's like it's really it's not a it's a blessing and a curse that you could go back because you could you know you could whatever you could stop anything but then at the same time something else could happen all right wouldn't so be, wait, wouldn't, what, what would you be great though if that's the sequel to 11 it's like march 4th uh 2013 he, he can go back and try and do that joke to bridget mendler <laughs> and he's sweating he's all nervous <laughs> If you liked 11 63 <laughs> you'll love 3 14 2013. Yeah. So, what would you relive? What would I relive? Working um, at that clothing store? I would relive those sweet four three days. hours yeah. that I was there. No, um, it's a good question. I've never, I've never thought about that. Like, so oh, much, you have so much life, life to reflect on. Yeah. You got one thing. Um, I mean, at 20, there's so many, but yeah. you know. Hmm. I went to a really good sushi restaurant one time. <laughs> you, wouldn't, that. you wouldn't relive meeting Billy the first time or... Or Joe. Dave. Me. Or this, this moment. This moment right I would now. relive the first time I ever saw your sweet face, Dave Stroud. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, first man, time. this kid's got a ways to go. What did... What did, I, when did, did you say no, that? No, actually, I'm the first... Oh, the my first gosh. I have the perfect story. First time we met, I was way... I was uh, like 45 minutes late to our lesson. Remember that? I was 45 minutes late and I was like, look, I'm really sorry, but you're like, look, still come to the studio and I want to meet you and say hi, but we can't, we can't work. Really? So I was late. I came, I showed up and I was like, I'm so sorry. And you're like, you know what? It's okay. Just come tomorrow at three o'clock instead. And that'll be $400. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That probably happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that. Do you you want to relive the, the time I called you up and chewed you out? You Aww. did. Uh, that did happen. That was did it, happen. Was it mean, Dave? Yeah, it was. Mean it was, Dave. but it was. It was very. Like whiplash. It was very deserved. It was whiplash, Dave. <laughs> I had. I had failed to to show up for a lesson. Um, it was actually on Skype. I was in New York, and I just like just completely was just like a super jerk and like f- kept I forgot like three times straight yeah, well that, like, I was gonna lesson. say it wasn't once. It was. There it was, was like three times <clears throat> straight. I forgot like the lesson, and so he called me and was just like, "Look, 
if you're if we're like gonna work together, you have to respect me. And I was just like, dude, you're so right. And so it's a good lesson to learn. And now he wears a t-shirt with a middle finger every time he comes to his lesson. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, is that <laughs> so? Buy my I hate Dave Stroud shirts uh, on uh, I hate Dave Stroud dot org. It's dot org too. It's 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 not even dot com. Business. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have dot biz. I, w- um, I was wondering who had dot org. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we, we're sort of getting towards wrapping this up. I just want to hear about uh, what's where you're headed. Where can people find you? What's yeah. the best way to connect with you? Um, and... So I got I got my radio Disney show developing now, and uh, and I will be telling every, so I'll be I, telling the world about it as soon as they it, haven't released any of the stuff you've done so far. Um, well, I did a Snapchat takeover, which is kind of like con- it's like immediately released on their Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a couple of videos with their talent, uh, and then I take like a ton of pictures, so that goes out to their press, and then it goes out to like you know their their Instagram page and everything. Um, and then uh, my videos that I do they're gonna just kind of over time just develop what they do is they kind of build up like a big collection of videos and then they drop them like when they feel the need to drop them like in whatever order they feel like doing so so um most all, all your music and all your videos and all the other stuff is going to sort of go through the disney channel at this point or no, do you so plan on releasing music yeah, separately my music is completely separate okay. um the disney channel or the radio disney thing sorry um is is solely for hosting and. But you um, show up on the Disney Channel as well, right? I, I, I mean, actually, it's really funny. I, uh, I was in a music video. I just did like a little, um, what do they call it? Cameo. Cameo. I did a little cameo in a music video um, by a, a Disney star. Like, did a music video, and I was I played. Who, who I made a cameo. Her name's Dove Cameron. Okay. Um, so I did a, a Cameronio. Okay. Cameronio. <laughs> did you um, did you study how to be a host? Like, have you? You know what? I haven't. My best friend is the is the host for Awesomeness TV. Everything. His name's Hunter March. So he gave and you some tips. And what's his he, real name? Hunter March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The parents, when he was born, they just gave him a microphone, yeah. and they're yeah. like, "We're gonna. We want you to be a host on." Your name is Hunter March. Yeah. You're going to be something. Uh, you know. Yeah. Here's your mic. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I'll have to ask him about the how he was born. One day, Please. one day I'll just say, "Hey, how? Uh, that's what's the story my, about your birth?" That's usually my first question to everybody. Um, I, I like no. to travel back in time to meet everyone when they were first born. <laughs> the, everybody, just to yeah. see how it happened. Yeah, yeah. great, awesome. Um, but yeah, no. So really hunters. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't um, pretty. Anyway, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, so hunters, hunters, super awesome. And I literally, he, I take so many pages out of his book of hosting because I truly believe that he's gonna be like the next Jimmy Fallon. Like he's gonna, he's, he's mm-hmm. so incredible and he's so comfortable in front of a camera and he's so uh, quick on his feet. So and, are you though? And he's so I mean, I think you naturally jokes. have that too. And, and I think, I think honestly, a lot of it is hanging out with him. Hmm. Um, and because he's so fast, so he'll you know, he'll make fun of me or he'll like make a joke or he'll do this. And I have to, you know, when I started like hanging out with him, I was like, well, yeah, you can't be slow if you're Hunter March. You gotta be always on the move. On it, on it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I have, I have another friend, uh, Phil, who I went on tour with. He was my DJ on tour and he's super quick too. So I don't think, I don't think being quick was like a natural talent. I think it was an acquired thing that I I think you're natural gregarious though. Naturally gregarious. Thank you. I don't know what that means. It means there you, you, go. Andy you, have a, you have a lot of personality naturally. I didn't know what that means. I just felt like saying that because the, the, the word's really big. I didn't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, music, w- w- when, 
when are we gonna get music? Uh, I'm music currently I'm in the studio tomorrow. I'm in the studio Friday. I've been in the studio a lot recently, especially because now that I've developed kind of a presence in in social media, um, and I've done a lot of covers on YouTube, um, I have fans, you know, thankfully saying that we want to hear like your music, not just songs of like that other people sing that you're gonna cover. Right. Um, so I'm putting together some music now. I want to make sure that it's it's really you know reflects again about. It reflects on who I or what I stand on. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to speak. It mm -hmm. reflects on what I stand for, and it's not for children know, who talk good. Go ahead. For children <laughs> who knowledge. Um, um, okay, so are you releasing singles coming up soon, or are you going to do it as a group or a group of songs? Or I mean, it's for sure going to be a group eventually. But mm -hmm. uh, but whether I release a single before I release like an EP or an album. Uh, we're still figuring it out. Once we find the music, I think that we'll know. Like, okay, cool. This so, song's got to go out. You'll you'll announce it on Twitter and Instagram. Oh and yeah, it'll be on all my stuff. Yeah. I fortunately have a name Four that square? nobody has. <laughs> yep. Friendster. Yelp. Friendster. I'm gonna make Friendster. Friendster. MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, Bebo. Do you guys know you know Bebo? Oh yeah, Bebo? Bebo. Venmo. 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 I'm gonna Venmo everybody money so they can yeah. buy my buy my EP. Yeah, exactly. Grinder. Uh, you know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. That's actually a really smart idea. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so it'll be it'll be on my social media. I fortunately have a name that nobody else has, so everything is, is just the same thing. Alex, Alex Iono, A I O N O, A I O N O. So I, it's literally I, the same for everything. Iono was his name. Oh. So last question before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. I want to know who is the best besides <laughs> you? Who's the best artist out there right now? The best artist out there right yep. now. On what on what grounds? Like who's the uh, most successful artist? Or no, who no, no. Vocally? Your opinion, vocally, musically, who who who's it right now? Hunter March. <laughs> <laughs> if he made music, probably. Honestly, I've been on a huge kick um, uh, listening to this artist. His name is Kevin Garrett. Uh, he opened up for Alessia Cara on her tour that she just went out on. And I literally was in the crowd and... Um, Weeping. And he's still growing. I mean, he's still growing, so he's not like he's not like a How world known he? artist yet. Oh. He's in his twenties, but oh. he makes like really, really good music. I was the only one in the crowd, and I was like screaming his lyrics. And so he literally he's the only one in the crowd. That's yeah. not no, a crowd. I, by I said, the way. That's, a, that's not a good sign. <laughs> no, there was a lot of people <laughs> in the crowd. One person here. here. I don't know how to speak today for for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but annoying. I was in the crowd, and I was like screaming the lyrics, and uh, and he actually. It was like in the middle of my favorite song that he sings called Come Up Short. In the middle of the song, like he does a little musical break and there was dead silent. And I was like, this is my chance to say something and and he'll hear it and he'll be like, yo, this guy, whoever said that is a real cool dude. Um, so his name is Kevin Garrett. Uh, and me being me, I yell, you go, Carrot. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> Carrot came from. <laughs> so then he goes on his mic and he goes... <laughs> I guess my name's Carrot now, and and so I went up to him after the show because he came out and met some fans, and uh, and I was like, look, dude, I'm so sorry for for <laughs> sorry, using Carrot. my moment to impress you and calling you Carrot because I'm a host and I this is how I do. Yeah. Look, I was so I'm gregarious. Uh, I'm just so gregarious about it. Yeah, I don't even know. All right, guys, I'll gregarious awesome. you later. So, wait, so one more so time, what's he... his name? His name's Kevin Garrett. Kevin Garrett. Yeah, he just put out a song with this uh, this duo called Kingdom, and it's called Baby, and I literally was listening to it nonstop on the way here. Wow. All right, we'll, we'll go check it out. Yeah. All right, so Joe, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Six Flags Magic Mountain with uh, Bridget Mendler. <laughs> I'll be opening up for her with some fantastic magic tricks and juggling. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also find me on my podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, and the very popular RuPaul's Drag Race Recap 
I can't believe I've never listened to that. I need to. It is so good. Thank you. Yeah. I need to watch RuPaul's Drag Race first, huh? Helps. Well, you know what? Honestly, I don't think you really do. We do a pretty good job recapping oh. it and playing audio clips. Cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Oh. All right, Shannon, where can people find you? Um, 1231. No. 63. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the date. So back to that New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. going back to that. That 1963 New Year's Eve. That great New Year's Eve. When I got no drunk and yeah. yelled at my boyfriend and then told the cab driver I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> cab driver ended up being a vocal coach he named Dave Stroud. <laughs> yeah. Doing Uber on the weekends. We had that like weird accent like, hey lady, what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, no, I was in the front seat. Like I was I've so fallen drunk. in love. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> they got in a time machine, came to 2016, mm-hmm. and they're now married. And yeah. now we're married. You know, exactly. I've always had the dream of being a vocal architect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. Thank you to everybody, and thank you very much, Alex, for taking time out of your schedule. Of course, of course. It's our super big pleasure to have you here today. Thanks to Brooke, our producer. Thanks to TNS Studios for having us here, and we'll see you all very shortly uh, for another episode. I'll see you at 1130 on Monday. I will. I'll see you then. Talk. This is Sing Talk Radio. Ooh.